Welcome home. This is Audio EXP for the 26th of December 2020. And the title of this episode is A Dragonlance Animals and Anime. Happy Holidays. This is the last Audio EXP of the year. It's traditional to offer messages of peace and to spend time with friends and family. But I like to think we should strive for peace all year round. And let's not forget that some people, more than ever before, will be spending this festive period alone. If that's you, if you're alone this year, then get in touch and say hello. I'll say hello back. We're all geek natives together, after all. Now, it's a bit quieter than usual on the RPG news front at this time of year. However, the 2021 anime lineup are being announced, and I'll take this chance to mention a few trailers shown on the blog this week, which I think look promising. I say the RPG news is lighter than usual, it's not non-existent. Steamforge Games have announced that Matthew Mercer, he of Critical Role, is on board to write a guest adventure for Bardsung. Bardsung is an adventure board game that supports solo play, which made more than £1 million on Kickstarter from more than 10,000 backers. It's open for late pledges, and gosh, I'm tempted... I can't tell you why Steamforge waited for the Christmas lull for this news, but they did. Perhaps it was a case of announcing it while they could, and perhaps hoping to transform the gifts of Christmas cash into those late pledges. The other big news this week wasn't timed, it just happened when it happened. The Dragonlance authors, Margaret Wise and Tracy Hickman, have dropped their suit against Wizards of the Coast. As a reminder, the two had taken Watsy to court with a breach of contract claim. They argued that the publisher had stopped making the required approvals to the next Dragonlance book script, which meant that the book would never be published. Wise and Hickman connected this, in writing, to sexism and racism rows within the company. Now Margaret Wise promises some exciting news in the next few weeks. Likely it's the new trilogy. There may be a Dragonlance 5e setting in the works, We do know that Wizards hopes to bring three old settings back, but we don't know. My question is this. Do you accuse somebody of racism and then go back to work for them? Or had Wise and Hickman meant to say that the Dragonlance content was a bit too awkward for Wizards' attempt to steer clear of old stereotypes and tropes? I don't imagine we'll ever get the details. I'm not a lawyer, but I guess a hefty never-talk-about-this-again clause are in place with the authors and Wizards of the Coast. However, finding out what Margaret Wise's exciting news is something we can look forward to next year. There's no timeline for this next piece of news, but Modifius has confirmed that they've extended their Star Trek licence to include Star Trek Picard and Star Trek Discovery. The company publishes Star Trek Adventures as the role-playing game, and this year gave the Klingons a core rulebook and the Quadrants sourcebooks, all of which made drive-through RPGs top 10 selling sci-fis in 2020. Could we get a Star Trek Discovery Core rulebook? Or a Picard one? It is possible. There's a trilogy of bundles that might interest you. The first is Symphonies of the Lost Gods for Cult Divinity Lost. Cult is an extremely adult RPG in which reality is a lie and horrible truths are hidden. Symphonies of the Lost Gods is a fan bundle put together by a cult Discord server in Ryan Northcott's memory, 
better known as Meccano Receptor, who sadly passed away this year. The community finished off a bundle of Ryan's unfinished texts, created some more content, and the result is a bundle with a half dozen cult supplements and hundreds of pages absolutely free. And while it's free, a donation to Ryan's widow and daughters is recommended. Blades in the Dark have a bundle too. This one is on the bundle of holding, and with a slice of the money raised going to direct relief. You can get the core Blades in the Dark rules and four other books for about 13 bucks if you beat the threshold price, which is the average amount people are paying, more or less, then there's a bunch of Forged in the Dark settings for you as well. The other deal comes from Highcraft Miniatures and is on Humble Bundle. In this deal, you get STL files for, th- for minis uh, for 3D printing. And do you know what? 3D printing has become big business this year. And I think if you got a 3D printer, uh, perhaps for Christmas, this bundle is especially interesting. As for about a buck, you can get some initial model designs. As it is the festive period, I look for some whimsical RPG stats, and I turn to Geek Native's little archive of survey results. Back in October, when there was a copy of Together Studios Action Pups to give away, readers had to say which animals from a list they would have as a pet if they lived their life of a D&D adventurer. I'll tell you the seven options that they had, and you can see if you can predict the top three. The options were, I wouldn't have a pet, a dog, a cat, a lizard, a rat, a parrot, or a spider. As for the top three, well, no one out of well over a hundred responses picked spider. Sorry if you decided on that one. In the first place, with a huge 66.4% of all responses was a dog. I guess people spend less time in sewers and climbing up click faces than my D&D characters do. In the second place, with 16.8% of the vote, was a cat. So, if you've got two out of the three, then the far bigger challenge is approaching. What's in the third spot? The answer is a parrot, and with 8.8% of the votes. How did you do? Another piece of D&D whimsy on the blog this week comes from the Instagram comic Secret Goblin. The game played here is to change a D&D spell by changing just one letter. Vampiric Touch, for example, becomes Vampire Couch. Instead of Arcane Lock, and they've got, oh and I'm pleased to say they kept it clean, and they went with Arcane Sock. Rather than speak with dead, they go with speak with dad and instead of calm emotions they move the L for clam emotions. I'm sorry to say but instead of Tasha's hideous laughter there's now Tasha's hideous daughter and the last one is subtle. Summon lesser demons becomes summon lesser demons and in the comic strip we've a bunch of confused Matt demons hanging around in a summoning circle. So we've done the dragon lance news and the animals, just the anime and one other quirky bit of news to go. Geek Native tries to include trailers whenever I write about an anime, even if they're in Japanese. It's often enough to get a feel for the show. And writing about what's coming out of Japan, I think, gives us some skin in the game 
for when platforms like Netflix, Amazon Prime, Hulu, Crunchyroll or Funimation tell us which titles we've picked up. First up, Redo of Healer. In this show, the adventuring party's healer is mistreated by the so-called heroes. They use him as a resource and consider him to be absolutely useless outside the utility of healing. However, at the end of the quest, it's the healer who is left with the powerful magic artifact that they had been looking for and he uses it. He goes back in time to the start of the quest with his current knowledge and skills and gets his revenge on those so-called heroes. I'm interested to see how dark this anime gets. Next up is a bottom tier character, Tomozaki. This show's hero is a fantastic computer game player, perhaps the best in Japan, but he sucks at real life. However, he meets another gamer, perhaps someone who's as good as him, and who has a trick. This new friend treats real life as a game and has developed some exploits to help her do better in social situations. Why am I interested? Well, heck, I'd like to know about these real life exploits too. I've seen plenty of excitement around the third title. It's Record of Ragnarok and it pits humans against gods. I can't say I know much about the series, but the fact that Warner Brothers Japan is behind it and there's an English subbed trailer already tells me it has the potential to go big. Every million years, the gods of many mythologies come together to debate whether to let humanity continue. This year, for the first time in seven million years, they decide that we've finally messed up beyond redemption and it's time for humanity to go. Thankfully, Odin's daughter, the eldest of the Valkyrie, raises an objection. And to resolve this dispute, the best fighters from humanity are summoned to fight gods from anywhere in time. It still seems pretty helpless for us mere mortals, but I think it'll be fun to watch. And lastly, there's 8686. This anime is about two great nations at war. Both sides use drones and robotic fighters, so the conflict is without human life. The catch? One side is lying. The dark secret is that they have an 86 district where people live and are forced into being drone pilots. Oh, I did mention one other quirky bit of news. I'm reassured it's a true story. KFC are releasing a gaming console. The KFC gaming Twitter account had teased this before and we all thought it was a joke. Perhaps it was back then. However, KOC teamed up with Cooler Master and together they have created a bucket-shaped device with gaming PC specs and, wait for it, a chamber to put your fried chicken in and keep it warm. The shiny tech you never knew you needed. And let's wrap there. Keep it safe, stay out of melee range, and see you next week.